Welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast, a place to be inspired and encouraged to live your life all out for Christ. Here are your podcast hosts, Brad and Jana Tuttle. Hey everybody, welcome to Brad Tuttle Ministries Podcast. I am so glad that you've tuned in. So glad that you have a desire to listen today. Well, I just got back from a great ministry ministry trip to the state of Ohio where I preached in three awesome churches in various cities. Uh, one was uh, up in the Middletown area, one was in the Beaver Creek area, and the other was in the Washington Courthouse area. So we have Pastor Young, Pastor Don Young, Pastor Kerry Tagg, and Pastor Bill Patrick. Each one of them had a unique group of people. Each one of them had their own style of doing church. But what's great about it is all the people that I met were just really quality people. Just, I met some, because I, I, I like to go when I just don't, when I speak, not just to speak and leave, but to spend time with the folks that are there. And um, each one of these churches had great folks, a great worship, and just great pastors and great leadership. So, it, it was a it was a blessing. It was an honor. I saw a lot of great things take place. Still giving getting some great reports from people um, through social media of their lives being changed and what they received while I was there. And I humbly say it's awesome to be able to go somewhere and do that, be used by the Holy Spirit, and to see lives truly impacted and changed. You know, one of the things I tell people about Brad Tuttle Ministries is I, I I work out of this ministry as an evangelist. I do believe God I have the ministry gift of evangelism. Um, I have a passion to share the gospel, but I also believe that the Holy Spirit strongly uses me to go into the church and instigate the body to, you know, a, to a deeper love for Christ, to to get on fire for God, to have a passion for souls. And um so I was grateful that I was used that way to do that in each one of these churches. I'm planning on going back and doing another ministry trip there in the month of September this year, 2020. And so I'm excited about lining up, base, definitely going back to the three churches I was at and maybe possibly you know, filling in a few more spaces to be able to preach at a couple other churches as well. But it was such a great time. Again, such great people and such great results. Well, one of the main themes that I seem to share each one of them, and when I go to a church, I just want to make sure that I'm giving the message that the Holy Spirit wants the people to have. I have things prepared, but if he take, journeys me away from that and he gives me something that's just on my heart, then that's what I'm going to go with. And one of the things that I seem to share at each one was a little bit of my testimony about how I came to Christ. And maybe some of you have already heard that before, but... The one thing that really stuck out to me that I wanted to talk about in this podcast, and if I'm going to title this, I would title this podcast, You Need to Be a Chuck. And I'll get to why what that means in a minute. But uh, my testimony is one that I lived for 22 years of my life in a very suburban area um, of Cincinnati, Ohio, and no one ever witnessed to me. No one ever shared the gospel with me. No one ever told me anything. I thought I was going to heaven because I was an American. Um, I knew nothing about the Lord. I knew nothing about Jesus. I knew nothing about anything. And it wasn't until the 
two days before I was getting out of the military, walking back on a, a military base in San Diego, a beautiful sunny day in the morning, I was walking back, and as I was going back to my barracks after having had breakfast, I heard the footsteps of a young Navy man, it happened to be, who ran up to me, and I used the word run because he did, and he introduced himself as Chuck. And Chuck began to, without me realizing at the time what he was doing, he started probing me with what I would call evangelistic questions. He was asking me what, you know, what I thought about life, where, you know, where was my life going from here, and was all those deep probing things. I wasn't really ready to receive any of those questions. I was you know, going back to the barracks. I had my agenda, and it was getting a little aggravated, actually, until as we walked along, I probably wasn't giving very good answers, but right before he left, I never forget, he jumped in front of me. In other words, this guy had such a passion to reach a potential lost soul that he was willing to infiltrate, to give up his time, to give up his time to infiltrate my life, whether whether I was going to reject him or not, whether I was going to cuss him out or tell him to leave or not, he still had a desire, such great passion, to reach a lost soul, a potential lost soul. So obviously he could tell by my answers that I was not a believer. I'd never come to faith in Christ. So he did what a good evangelist should do or what we should all do. He jumped in front of me and said, can I share something with you before you go? And that young man stood there and shared the gospel message with me. And if you don't know the gospel message, the gospel message is that we're all born sinners. We're not born good. We're born sinners in a state of sin, separated from God by our sin. And that sin can only be dealt with through Jesus Christ. And Jesus came to die for that sin as our substitute, and he hung on the cross. Jesus took the wrath of God upon himself that was meant for us. And the gospel message is, the reason it's called the good news is because the bad news is so bad. I'm separated from God for my sins. I'm going to die and be separated from God forever. And yes, for those of you who don't believe in hell, the Bible says there is a hell, and that's going to be my eternity. And that's the bad news. But the good news is, is that Jesus came and died for my sins. And if I trust and place my faith in him and believe in my heart in him as the savior of the world, then I will have salvation take place in my life. I will be redeemed at that moment. I'll be, you know, I'll be regenerated. I'll be reconciled. I will be justified by trusting in Christ as my savior. That's the good news. That's why it's such good if, good news. If I trust in Christ and believe in Christ as my Savior, those sins are forgiven. I'm made a new creation in Christ. I'm translated from darkness into the kingdom of the Son, and I get to go to heaven, and I get to be with God the Father in a right relationship. Well, he shared that with me. And right before he left, he said, I just want to tell you that Jesus loves you. And I will never forget when he left. He came. He did his mission. He talked to me, he presented the gospel to me, and I never saw him again. I never heard from him again. I've shared this testimony all over the world, and I've never run across him again. But that name, his name, Chuck, stuck in my mind. Because of this, five years later, being back in Ohio, and I won't go through my whole testimony, but five years later, being back in Ohio, when I came home, I kind of got back into the same stuff I was involved in before, and just wasn't going in the right direction. And hey, I, I was a sinner. I didn't know any better. I, was, I wasn't saved. 
So I'm, you know, out doing things. Well, one night I'm in a nightclub and it was a nightclub in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I was there because I got an inter- an invitation to this new nightclub, grand opening. So I was sitting in there and I remember sitting on a bar stool with a beer bottle in my hand. And somebody somewhere was praying for me because in that nightclub, that darkened nightclub, I will never forget, it's like window shades rolled off my eyes, and I looked around that darkened nightclub, and my eyes saw for the first time where my life was going. And I got sick to my stomach. I thought, what am I doing? Why am I here? How did I get here? Why am I sitting here at a bar stool in this place, the beer bottle in my hand? Where's my direction? Where's... And I just got angry. I didn't realize it was the conviction of the Holy Spirit at the time. Again, somebody was praying for me. So don't ever think that your prayers aren't being effective somewhere in the world. Those prayers are making a difference. So I got so angry. I got in my car. I drove back to my apartment. I got in my apartment about 1030 at night. And from 1030 till about 130 in the morning, I struggled. I was angry man i was punching walls i was trying to find the answer to life and what is going on and well all of a sudden i walked into my i felt compelled to walk into my bedroom and i walked into my bedroom you gotta understand i was a 325 pound power lifter uh you know people looked at me and thought that i was cool because i was big on the outside but i was lost on the inside sometimes we look at the outside person and think wow you know that's really impressive but person could be in darkness on the inside. And that's what I was. So I walked into my bedroom and I literally fell on my knees by my bed. And guess what happened? The gospel message that Chuck shared with me five years earlier, that gospel message came back into my heart. And there's so many things I could say about that. Don't ever think that when you share the gospel with someone that it's not going to make a difference. They may not get saved now. They may get it may not happen in a year. It may happen five years later like me or 10 years. But that gospel message is a seed. And within that gospel message, there is inherent power. And that power will come to fruition. And that power came to fruition in my life five years after Chuck shared that with me. Five years after a young man passionate to reach a soul shared the gospel message with me. That, that inherent power within that gospel seed that was planted in my life came to fruition that night, in 1985, in the month of May, by my bed, I raised my hands in the air. I confessed my sins. I said, I'm a sinner, Jesus. I need you as my Savior. Forgive me for my sins. I repent. And yes, I believe in who you are. I believe in what you accomplished. I trust in you as the Savior and the Lord of my life. And then that somewhat... 90-second prayer, maybe two-minute prayer that was truly heartfelt and repentant before God, man, my life instantly at that moment, my life was transformed. Transformed. I mean, I sensed the darkness leave. I sensed the light come in. I sensed the new creation that began right there and the old things passed away. I I sensed that peace that came into my heart. I sensed that I now understood that I truly now had a destiny or a purpose in life because it was connected to God. And I stood there or I knelt there and probably cried for two more hours 
just weeping my just weeping about how I felt and I knew that I was changed and that's what salvation is is transform it's transforming it should be transforming I always tell people I got radically saved well it was radical where every salvation should be radical I got gloriously saved my life life was never the same again I started going to church that Sunday morning and found myself two years later in the ministry traveling around the world with the power team I know a lot of you probably heard this before and maybe some from the churches I just visited heard some of this but there's a reason why I'm doing this I traveled all over the world and I shared the gospel message with untold thousands and thousands if not millions of people around the world in person and via television sharing what Jesus Christ did for my life and what Jesus Christ can do for them untold I mean I don't know how many people accepted Christ through all those years and all the times I shared the gospel I don't know I'm sure many did many heard it only God knows who really got saved but that message went forth and I planted those seeds all over literally all over the world but do you understand this truth today and this is the point I really want to make that every one of those lives including my mom and dad who came to faith in Christ because I was there to share the gospel message with them, do you understand that every single one of those person is a product of one young man named Chuck who had the passion to reach one soul, did what he was called to do. My life was changed by that gospel message. I get saved, I preach, and now all those souls, I really believe, are accounted to him. He will benefit, heavenly benefits from being the soul winner that he is. All because he took his time, took time out of his day. It was uncomfortable, I'm sure, you know, being sometimes rejected by the things that I said, but he stuck with it because he had the passion to see a lost soul saved. And that's what I want to, that's what I want to end this with is we all need to be a Chuck. We all need to be a Chuck in our lives. We all need to be someone who's willing to give up our time, who's willing to run to people, who's willing to tell them the gospel message. And if you don't know it, find out how to share it. Talk to somebody. Go over it again. I just kind of shared it with you. I'll help you with that if you need me to. But we need to know the gospel because there's people all around us lost and dying and going to hell and they need to hear the gospel like I did that they might come to faith in Christ and now have eternity in heaven. It's, it's, a, it's a glorious thing. It's a it's an awesome thing. I mean, I, I remember sharing at one of the churches when I was in Ohio, and this one young woman um, came forward and believed upon Christ as the Savior and the Lord of her life. And I saw a social media post. She said, she said, her life, she goes, that will be, that day, she will never forget that day as long as she lives. Because I know it sure seems like she was radically transformed. But my point is, it was such a, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to share that life message with people. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to share eternal life with people, how they can know God the Father in a relationship through Jesus Christ the Son. It's an awesome, I mean, it's something that fills you up with such joy. There's joy in sharing the gospel with others that they might come to faith in Christ. And someone says, well, it's scary, or I don't, you know, I don't, people are going to reject me. Yes, they will. We live in a world where people will reject it, but we also live in a world where those seeds will be planted and they will come to fruition in someone's life. We just got to be faithful. It doesn't, 
doesn't, it's not how eloquent we are when we share the message. It's that we are faithful to be the soul winners that God has called us to be, to do the great commission in our own daily lives as we're out and about, to have a desire to be Chuck, to be like Chuck, to take time out of our day, to be conscious, to be listening to the spirit of someone he might say, that person needs to hear the gospel. I want you to go to them. Yes, the Holy Spirit will do that if we're sensitive, if we're spending time in prayer, if we're in the word and we have listening ears, we can hear him lead us and guide us to the right person or the right people to go to and share that message with them that they might come to faith in Christ. So today, be a Chuck. Be a Chuck. Understand what he did changed countless multitudes of lives because he was passionate again. I say it again. He was passionate about reaching a lost soul. We all need to be like that. That's not just for you. That's just not for me. That's for all of us who call ourselves believers. Listen, that's the key to everything. That's the foundation to us living as a believer to reach people for Christ. Jesus came to save sinners. It's the, most, it's the most important job on the face of the earth, sharing the gospel message with those who don't believe and then praying for them that they will come to faith in Christ. Amen? So go out today. Start today. Make a commitment. Start praying about it. Holy Spirit, where can I go? Who can I talk to? Show me. Lead me. Give me courage. That's why the Holy Spirit lives in you. You got saved. Spirit of God came in you and he came in you to be a bold witness for you, to give you the courage to stand up and share your faith in Christ with other people. So do that. Be a Chuck. Be a Chuck today. Go out there and be the man or the woman of God that God has called you to be. And I guarantee you, if you do, it's not only going to fill you with joy, but it's going to touch and impact many, many lives. You may not ever see now, but when you get to heaven, I believe we're going to see those lives that were impacted by our passion to share the gospel with others. Amen. Well, God bless you for listening today. I am so glad you decided to tune in and be praying for Brad Tottenham Ministries. Be praying as I go out and do the things that God has called me to do. Amen. God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. Remember, be a Chuck today. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on this podcast. We pray that you were inspired and encouraged. And until next time, remember to live all out for Jesus Christ. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.